that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Heart Sing Podcast. I am your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer. I have lost now over 100 pounds. And you guys, I just feel radiant. Not just because of the weight off my body, though, which is amazing to just feel good, but also because of everything I've learned on this journey, all of the mind work and soul work that's gone on behind the scenes of this hot new bod. (laughs) This week, you guys, I am working to create my first online retreat for women, which I'm calling Slayer's Adventure Camp. Okay. This has been a dream of mine after I spent my summers at summer camp, like just loved it. Like if I could just live at summer camp eternally, take me there. So I thought I really need to make a summer camp where you can just come get away and work on you. You have fun digging deep, learning new skills, making new friends, pushing your limits, learning how to recover all of this stuff we need to do as adults, right? And it's actually part of the reason I bought the adventure RV is I was going to travel the country and do workshops inspiring all of you to dream big and give you tools to make it happen. Let's just say pandemic. And here we are. So I'm creating it virtually. I'm telling you this not just because it's super cool, because it is, of course, also because I am in what I call Slayer's high creation mode. And this is where I'm so excited about what I'm creating and I'm vibing on a whole nother level that I just keep go, go, going. I work into the night and I just don't stop. And a lot of this, you'll hear me talk about my pitta energy, that a lot of this, it's when that fire gets up and I I like have to really force myself to take breaks and things like that. So today's topic came up because while I was in this vibe, my old go-to before all of this work would have been to celebrate with wine and food because this energy is just, it's very positive and sing celebration, which I had trained myself celebration was you reward yourself with these things over the years. I know now that these things don't balance this wonderful energy. Instead, it dulls the energy. It dulls my shine. It lowers my radiant vibes. I had this radiator come into my life this week and help guide me on the reprieve I needed. Unwittingly so. They have no idea, I think. But still, I felt so balanced after this time with the person. And now I'm called to share with you all about this concept about radiators and drains in our lives and about ourselves. I came about this early on in my weight loss journey, and it was one of those things that stuck with me and started to not only define my language, but how I was creating my life I was living to become more of a radiator, find more of that shine and not be a drain. So first, let me better define a radiator. This is someone you get energy from. 
You leave their presence feeling as if you have received joy, love, whatever emotion you want to label it, maybe content. You probably know people offhand that you're like, oh yeah, she's a radiator. She just lights up the room or you just feel so good around them. Conversely, the drains in our lives, they suck the life force energy out of us. They are usually negative a lot of complaining, or they talk on and on about themselves, and they take more from conversations than they give. And you guys know who they are, right? Where are you on the spectrum? This was a big personal aha for me on my journey, really looking at this for myself. And it was difficult at that time in my life to ask myself, but we'll get into that in a little bit. I'm sure you've heard the saying, you are who you hang around right? Who's heard that? I'm sure you guys have all heard that in some aspect. I've spoken about this in combination with habits before as well. James Clear, author of Atomic Habits, he shares that us being in groups where the behavior you want is the normal thing there. It's one key to achieving long-lasting habits. So you're making these habits that you're going to stay with because we want to be part of a tribe. Our We're biologically wired that way. So when this stand true for our habitual thoughts as well, that if we're hanging around people who drain our energy, do we become drains ourselves? Interesting point to reflect on. Who are you choosing to spend time with? I just spent a wonderful day with this person that I realized is a radiator in my life. And my soul was just full from our time spent together. I felt energized, relaxed, just content, peacefully happy. It's just easy to be with radiators because it's effortless and yet radiant. It just fills your soul up. You've probably said this before, right? It just makes your heart warm. Then, of course, you know, as I had this revelation, as Slayer does, Yes, now I'm referring to myself in the third person. Yeah, welcome to my life. And now my daughter, as a little squirrel for you here, now just calls me Slay. That's right. She says, what's up, Slay? (laughs) So be careful picking your future self name, okay? All right, so anyhow, back to this revelation. I started to think about all the things I've learned about radiators on my journey all started with this book called The Sober Diaries. I started reading this book during my weight loss commitment to myself, and I asked myself some hard questions. And one of them was, what are you not doing that you know you need to to get to your goal? And ask yourself that right now. We all have something. We just don't want to actually admit it out loud for fear we'll be somehow forced to commit to doing this once and for all. What do you need to do to get your tier goal that you are not or that you're afraid to commit to? What's that big key for you? Now, granted, there are a million things, but most of us can dial into one habit that is blocking us. And we're usually more resistant to even considering it because it has huge rewards for us, maybe in our brains or maybe due to the life we're leading, the lifestyle. It just seems part of it. On my weight loss path, I knew the answer for me was drinking. I knew that alcohol affected my life in so many ways, you guys, like poor sleep, cloudy memory, words I didn't mean to speak, endless dreams on cocktail napkins in the bottom of my purse that I never put into action, erratic food choices, so many other things. 
But what was really the catalyst for inspiring me to start my first break from drinking was weight loss. And like so many of us, I would be really good during the week and I'd see the scale move down and I'd start to shine and feel good. But then the weekend would arrive and it was like, I lost my mind. <laughs> Anyone else? Weekends, you guys, don't discount those. A third of your year is wrapped up in what you do on the weekend. And in fact, I have a little postcard on my vision board that says, make every day a weekend. And I, I treat my life that way. Every day is equal now. There isn't one day that is more than others. And take a look at that. Are you planning your weekends or is it like a free for all when you hit Friday? I actually changed my weigh-in day till Sunday when I started thinking about this concept because I knew the weekends were a derailleur for me. I really wanted to get that dialed in, started planning on Thursday for the weekend. Take a look when you're planning. You know, are you, are you planning that weekend or is it like a mini vacation every week? Because <laughs> we deserve it from all our hard work. That was me. I'd hit the weekend, over drink, then overeat and regress all my progress I made during the week. So what is that thing for you? Like that trigger, whether it's with wine or food, maybe Netflix, something else that takes you away from showing up for your goals and maybe having everyday adventures, having fun in your life. Ask yourself that next time you set goals. What are you doing that you know is standing in your way? Or what are you not doing? It's worth giving some thought to as your radiance may just lie in tackling that habit. So anyhow, I was reading this book, The Sober Diaries, which from what I recall was funny, well-written memoir of this woman's journey with drinking too much wine and how she overcame it and what she learned in the process. Toward the end, as she kicked the habit and she's more in tune with herself again, she read in the Celestine Prophecy where the author talks about radiators and drains. Squirrel here, you guys, on the Celestine Prophecy. I had to go back and look up where this concept came from in this book, The Sober Diaries. And when I saw it in the book, I saw this other universal door connection. In our class at the Chopra Center for Meditation Instruction, it came up on one of our calls about this movie, The Celestine Prophecy, which I had never even heard of. And, you know, it's from like the early 90s or something. It's all about this soul discovery. The main character undertakes a journey to find and, underst uh, and understand this series of nine spiritual insights in an ancient manuscript in Peru. So it's kind of like Indiana Jones meets the spiritual world. <laughs> the book is really kind of cool. It goes through the narrator's spiritual awakening as he goes through this transitional period in his life. Right? Sound familiar? <laughs> I haven't read the book, but I did watch the movie and I, I loved it. Was this just an odd coincidence? Was it? Hmm. I'll leave you to ponder that. Both the original book and then this popping up again later of all things. I don't know. Sometimes those synchronicities pop up like that. I love all movies and books about Soul Quest now, like The Alchemist by um, Paolo Coelho. Have you guys read that? Or To Shake the Sleeping Self by Jedediah Jones, uh, Wild by Cheryl Strait, or come on, Eat, Love, Pray, Elizabeth Gilbert. Love these books. Now I feel like I'm living one. I need to write one. That's coming up next, you guys. There's a time I wasn't ready for them. Well, 
Except maybe Eat, Love, Pray. I mean, is there ever not a time for Elizabeth Gilbert? Back to Sober Diaries and my journey with the radiators and drains. She reads this and she has her realization that she'd become a drain. She wasn't really present when she was drinking and she had become so not fun to be around. Even when she thought she was having fun, she wasn't really herself and she wasn't she wasn't a pleasure to be around. She realized she spent a lot of time talking about herself and incoherently at times and prattling on over the same things over and over, waking up embarrassed in the morning. And what did I say? Through her process of drinking, getting sober, she started to see herself radiate again. And she talked about this radiance being like bees to honey. Radiators draw people to them and drains suck the energy out of them. Who do you hang around that you feel energized when you leave them or you're just drawn to be near them? You feel like I did today, just joyous and being and uplifted. Now take a look around you. Who do you have conversations with that just suck it out of you? And how can you create boundaries? One of my good friends, Mary Rarick, she just came in the Me First Sisterhood to share this concept she uses for relationships. And I found this so intriguing. I asked her to share in the group when I finally figure out how to really edit podcasts that won't take me all night. I will share her out here with you too. For now, let me try to explain. So oddly enough, Mary, aka Babs, she was from my smaller accountability group. We aptly named the radiators back in the day. This is at the beginning of my journey. How's that for synchronicity with this episode? Babs, which is her future self code name for badass bitch, by the way. Babs, she shared this concept she um, uses in developing structure around people in her life and where she wants to put energy or move energy around, much like an organizational chart of a company or maybe like a circle of life radiating out, radiating out from your core. However you want to visualize that. Those that are in your inner circle or your top tier being your go-to people, they might give you inspiration, knowledge, support. In some way, they tend to be uplifters in your life and they're kind of your go-tos. It grows out there from there all the way to your support staff who may include someone like your masseuse. Now, I think you can have radiators in your outer support circle, and I do, like a masseuse, right? They have energy that radiates, and I feel amazing when I'm done. I would consider them a radiator, the right one, or energy workers, anyone like that. I don't see them frequently, or we might not have an intimate relationship, but they light me up. This could also include people I choose to follow on social media, books I decide to read, podcasts I put in my ears. Can you guys think of some that you listen to or follow that light you up? Oh, man, I sure hope you listen to this podcast because that lights you up. I want to be a radiator in your life. It's like one of my core reasons for living. I hope it gives you a little bit of joy in your heart and some heart sing. This concept of creating an organizational chart, looking at the key players in your life, and those are even on the perimeter. And where are those relationships? Do you need to water some more than others? You know, do you, do you want to give some more to them so you can grow those radiating relationships? And are there some people that you want to move up in your organization and spend more time with? Are there some sucking the life out of you and they need to be kicked off your org chart? <laughs> Listen, 
some people are going to be drains and they have to be in your life. Like maybe a mother-in-law, you're married, she's not going anywhere and she's a drain. What can you do? Or heaven forbid your own mother. Listen, it happens. So what do you do? You can choose your exposure level and how you show up. You can determine where in your organization you want them and what you want from the relationship yourself and what you're willing to give to it. Are you intentional with your relationships? If not, how do you think it's impacting you? If you can understand that someone might suck the energy out of you and you're making time for a drain, remember we create time. So just saying you have to do something is a lie we want to not tell ourselves anymore. We're getting honest to have control of our life and these choices about where we decide to make time, where you want to spend it, who you want to spend it with. See that Einstein time episode if you're like, what? I make time. What's up with that, Slayer? (laughs) You can look at these people in your life and around you. So if you know you're getting drained, then what can you do to replenish yourself after the drainage happens? How can you get some of your life force energy back? What does that look like for you? I get my energy back many times through meditation or yoga or breathing, but sometimes other radiators. Where else might you get drained that might be sapping your energy? Take a look at your social media feed, your emails, groups you're in. Do they uplift you? Does scrolling your feed make you feel radiant or drained? I definitely notice when I allow aimless scrolling. I don't feel good about it. I actually get sharp little pangs like when I had bad anxiety. I know that's a signal for me to stop. It's like my body telling me no, and it's still hard to put it down sometimes. Don't discount the power of that dopamine hit from social media, Netflix watching, even reading books and things like that can be very rewarding to our brains. And yes, there's a time and place for them. But again, we create time. So let's make sure we're spending what we want to spend that time on. I'll notice this if I have a bad feeling from following someone along. I'll just remove myself. And start to pay attention as you move through your days. Who and what lifts you up? It has more of an impact than you can imagine on your mindset. Really being aware of how I was choosing to spend my time has developed on this journey. My experiences started with me as a drain. Now, all of you that have known me for a while might say, you, Addie, never. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't. And I don't know if I want to know right now. Well, I felt like a drain. I really saw myself as a drain in that moment. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a drain. I used to be a radiator. I know I was, and I'm just a drain. I saw myself complaining all the time, blaming the world for all my issues, that I was this sad, depressed lump because of everything going on outside of me. I had no sense of ownership for anything. I lacked energy and following through on commitments to myself. I didn't take time to energize myself. So how could I be energizing others? I was running on like zero. I know I could plaster on a smile and appear to be radiant, but there's a difference when it shines from your soul and when it doesn't. When I stopped drinking completely for the first time for three months, I felt like I was radiating energy on a level I had never experienced. 
in my body, heart, and soul. It was like I finally completely connected to myself, to who I was. It's also the energy I talk about. If you're a listener to the podcast for a little while now, you probably have heard me talk about this positive radiant energy that's almost harder for me to feel than negative emotion, almost harder to sit in it. This positive radiance, it used to signal time to celebrate. Let's go to a bar at a girlfriend's house and share over some wine. And of course, that celebration will, would dull the radiance and it would numb it. And then that energy wouldn't get used for anything. Now this energy I used to create to inspire others and it was lighting me up in return. And once again, I was a radiator at full capacity or nearly it's not that I can't drink. I'm choosing not to drink. It's such a difference. Am I perfect? No. Does my future self want this? Yes. Why? Because I want to be radiant. I want my heart to sing. I want to be connected. I want to be able to harness that energy and bring it here to you with my creations and inspire you to a healthier way of life. Maybe drop a little something, something in your ear that sets you off deeper into your self-discovery journey. There's so much for us to explore. I want to be radiant and present for it and right by your side. Future Slayer doesn't drink at all because she wants to be a radiator. This has also impacted my food journey, of course. One healthy choice just leading to another. That first choice Learning a mantra-based meditation practice was really the catalyst for my journey. And yes, you know, I'm going to ask, are you meditating yet? (laughs) One of the benefits of meditation is that you naturally want to make healthier choices. I've definitely seen that happen with me and not just with happy hours, but late night eating. Even more recently, I notice if I miss that afternoon meditation for some reason, that I'm a little squirrelier in the evenings. Meditation wasn't only a way it connected with the radiance that's already right inside of me. It also lowers the stress, which when you're stress eating or emotional eating, what a difference that makes, right? It gave me this calm radiance, as my aunt would say, calm radiance. It brought me that peace inside and ultimately heart sang. In combination with nailing my habits, including meditation, it's like I literally feel unstoppable. When I'm on that habit stack, watch out world, infinite and just pure love. I'm sure you are a radiator because like attracts like, my friends. So I urge you, take a look at your org chart in your life. Who's in your inner circle? Who do you need to kick to the curb? Maybe you can still love people that are on the curb. You absolutely can. And in fact, I recommend doing so. You should do all of these things from love and love for yourself and a love for them. And what are you not doing that you know you should to have even more radiance within you? Good questions, right? I hope you enjoyed this and maybe it got you thinking about a few things. I'll drop some links below to the Sober Diaries, the Celestine Prophecy, if you haven't read or read or watch that yet. Atomic Habits, of course. And if you would like to hang around a bunch of other radiant light warrior women, you are more than welcome in the free Heart Sing Podcast Facebook group community, where we talk all things Heart Sing Podcast and more.
everything we discuss on here. I do lives and we just share great information and have some fun. You can also find links and more how to work with me at namaslayer.com. As always, you guys, I love, love, love the reviews. I can't believe at this point in the podcast, we're up to like 53 five-star reviews and a lot of so many awesome comments. I can't thank you guys enough. And I really look forward to you showing up every week with me. And I appreciate all of your feedback. So keep bringing it. And I hope to see you in the group. And until next time, my witches and bitches, let's go forth and light this bee up like the radiators we are. Slayer out. <laughs>